Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, Eastern Standard Provisions is here. Their founder and CEO, Bill Deacon. Bill, I can't even wait to jump in. I mean, talk about a cool and growing brand. Like, and I, you can't even help but to be hungry when you see your food products. Like, I can't even wait. Um, so I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Honored to be here. Really excited. Thank I, you. Me too. Um, thanks for making time on a Friday afternoon. Um, it is great uh, to, to. I just like I said, I, I was I had so much fun learning about you and your business. Um, before we get there and talk pretzels and waffles, how about share a bit about your background before launching the business. Rewind the clock for us and give our audience a little bit of who Bill is. Sure. Um, So I grew up in Massachusetts. I went to a a small liberal arts college in Vermont and got an English degree, which is uh, pretty much useless in the world of business. So, you know, (laughs) got got started, you know, on the right foot there. Um, Thought I was going to go to law school. So I ended up in Arizona. Um, and while, while I was establishing residency, I started working at a five-star five diamond resort and fell in love with the food business. I I started as a server and, you know, worked my way up to bartender and I became uh, the director of restaurant sales at the property and just fell in love with the whole education. I mean, I wasn't a kid that knew the difference between a Chardonnay and a Cabernet, Uh, (laughs) you know, so, uh, it was really fun. And I really got engaged at, at the highest level to what, what we were doing. It was called the, the, it's still there, the Phoenician. Oh yeah. Um, I know that hotel it was, well. It was in the early '90s. Uh, it was really, you know, they they wanted to be the best resort in the world, and so it was quite an education. And I fell in love with it. Uh, ended up in the restaurant business. I, I opened uh, Morton Steakhouse out there, and then went into business for myself uh, and uh, opened the first seafood restaurant, uh, New England seafood restaurant in Scottsdale. Um, so yeah, that, wow. Know, so restaurant business, um, and and you worked at an amazing resort. That place is still amazing. Um, so how did you go from hey, I, the restaurant business? I, you figured out like you know food and, and production and like people and all of that to you know, deciding to jump into the product space. So uh, it goes. Our business is all built on relationships. So my co-founder is uh, my best friend from college. We met in the fall of 1987. Uh, he was actually an investor in my restaurants out in Arizona. We've done multiple things together, and you know it really came down to his passion uh, that he got me hooked into, which is you know, man, we th- there really isn't um, or there really is a space for just a better pretzel, right? And and pretzels were very intentional. People had pretzels, you know, their first pretzel at the ballpark or at the totally. county fair or on a street corner with dad, right? And we felt like um, there was an opportunity for, for us to sort of take the game up a little bit. Uh, a quick backstory. One of my classmates uh, at Middlebury is a guy named Rob Todd who started Allagash Brewing. And, and Rob was just committed to making the best beer possible 30 years ago. Now, it turns out that he was on the vanguard of craft beer and better ingredients and higher quality and people would pay for that. And we were really inspired by that and felt like there was a place in the world you know, for that. And then the other thing from a business perspective is we realized that nobody was trying to uh, send pretzels direct to consumer. Interesting. And so we felt okay. like that was a big opportunity for us to explore. Love that. Okay. So uh, this is great. And yeah, I, you know, I do love pretzels. I like this, the, the big salt on it, you know, like it's anyway. Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, 
so you're right. So you're, so when you say direct to consumer, are you and you explain this to our audience? Are you talking refrigerated or shelf stable or like they're already made and they're in a, a bucket or a package? Just talk a little bit about how you thought about it early days. Yep, early days. Uh, well, first of all, we, we should talk about the product, right? Because the you know great idea, great business idea. The only problem is. I didn't know how to make a pretzel. Right. And either, how to chief, right? Where did you go? So, so, yep. So we went to a good friend of ours here in Boston. Uh, he's considered Boston's best restaurant tour, Garrett Harker. Uh, just a phenomenal guy and 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 another one of us, right? Just a foodie, um, you know, dedicated to his craft. And and we thought that there was zero chance that Garrett was going to get into the business with us. But he he loved it after the first meeting. And he said, not only that, but I want you to go and sit down with uh, Lauren Moran, who had studied under Jacques Pepin and was this incredible baker. And we sat with her and said, hey, we've got this crazy idea. And so the four of us started our little rock band um, and and really then went into the lab and said, all right, well, how, do, how are we going to make this pretzel? Sure. And, and, the, and the best part of it was watching Garrett, Mark and Lauren, right? Um, because Mark <laughs> was true. very intentional right. on what he wanted. Mark wanted an airy, a lighter pretzel on the inside. He wanted the traditional Bavarian crust. And it was great because Lauren would be like, oh, well, that's like a brioche. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, just have to rest it and proof it for a little bit longer, et cetera. And, you know, the Ooh, business yeah. side of me was like, well, resting and proofing means time and right. time is money. <laughs> so, you know, are people going to pay, you know, more money for a better quality product? And, you know, it turns out the answer was yes. Wow. Um, turnbuckle soft pretzel sticks, one-timer soft pretzel bites, the wheelhouse signature soft pretzel. I like the bites. Well, I like the, I like the design on all of them. I think we should talk about that so these don't look like normal like pretzels they look better like so how did you decide hey we're gonna do this and have a different design even to them so that was a little bit of an homage to the craft beer industry right so you know we were in all of these really cool craft breweries here in massachusetts and you'd go and look at the you know the board and they had great names to everything etc right and then you look at pretzel companies and it's pretzel stick and pretzel bite and we thought you know what let's let's jazz that up a little bit um and so we had fun with that and our customers have really you know embraced that um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we really said, let's let's find the, the formula that we like that has, you know, the consistency that we like. And then let's make it in different shapes and sizes, whether they're bites or sliders, et cetera, I love um, it. For, you know, for multiple occasions. I love it. OK, so, OK, we come out of the restaurant business. We're going to start pretzels. We think this is a good space. You find a business partner or two. They're helping. They're ideating. They're coming up with what it should look like in the kitchen. It's one thing to have an idea in, let's say, a kitchen. And it's another to productized, right, for the masses or even small masses to begin with. How did you go from, okay, this tastes yeah. good and the design's cool to something that's packaged? Well, that's interesting. So um, we we sat down and look, as you can tell, I'm a little bit long in the tooth, as, as are my partners, right? We're not like 22-year-old kids out of Stanford. We, we've been around. And so we've seen a lot of sort of successes and failures, and I've been a part of both. And so, you know, one of the early decisions that we made is, let's assume that we're going to be successful and there are going to be inflection points that we're going to want to meet. Um, and so instead of doing what normal food companies would do, which is, okay, Lauren, we're going to make pretzels in your bakery uh, and, you know, at midnight. And then, you know, <laughs> right. at some point down the road, we're going to need to find a production partner in order to scale. That's right. We And, and you know, I didn't know much about the food business, but my research told me that's expensive, it's time consuming, and it's a real focus away from your business. Like just as your business is starting to scale, you're trying to figure out how to, you know, how to get a, a small batch recipe into a larger production capacity. 
So we actually did all that work up front. And we said, before we're going to launch, we're going to get a production partner. They'll be ready for scale. And there were two major instances where that paid dividends. The first you can never plan on, right? Um, we just we tested direct to consumer in April of 2019. We shipped 40 boxes. Uh, sure. We shipped 200 boxes in May, um, and you know I think 500 in June. In August, we found out we were going to be named to Oprah's favorite things list. So uh, seven months Huge. after shipping boxes, <laughs> right? We shipped 30,000 boxes oh for holiday 2019, right? Right. Crazy. But, the, but the crazy part about that is that we in the month of April, because of the pandemic. Um, so just a few months later, we shipped five times that amount in the in the month of April. We were like wow. one of these pandemic stories. Got we it. were in a storm. We were, uh, you know, it was a comfort food that people loved. They wanted to they wanted to gift to one another. Grandma sending to their sons because sure. you know, they couldn't each other bosses wanting to send something to their employees etc and so that was our next big scale right we we had an unbelievably uh uh, uh large scale in during the pandemic and were days. you going through your own website i know you can buy on, on your website esprovisions.com uh, i also know you're on amazon other marketplaces is that how were you going to market early days and how has that changed over time yeah, so the, there were two major ways that we went to market. The first was uh, testing direct to consumer, but the real place we we got our first footprint was going to all of these uh, craft breweries and and hoping that they were going to see in us uh, what they saw in themselves. Right, got a it. better quality product. Um, they have tap rooms and and experiences for their customers, and and we got adopted by the best of the best. Literally, if you look down the list in New England of the top 25 uh, craft brewery places that you want to be, all 25 of them brought us in. And so, um, you know, we ended up, I think our goal for 2019 was uh, was to get into about 100 accounts and we got into about 200. Wow. So that was our, those, those were our first two yeah, channels of business. Wow. Amazing. Um, that, and, and amazing how you had that early traction and then it expanded into retail. Um Okay, so did you have all three of these pretzels, and then when did waffles come in? Yep, so waffles came in uh, in in 2021. Um, we really were trying to think about uh, ways to leverage a lot of the you know same uh, DNA that we had done for pretzels, um, and we had partnered with a with an amazing guy who was a, a vet who had an incredible recipe, um, and you know we we decided to to see if we could test that. One of the interesting things, you know, as I sit here today, I've got 800,000 customers uh, from our direct-to-consumer platform. So that's 800,000 people I can ask an opinion of. I can right. send products and they'll give me <laughs> feedback, right? It's amazing, right? And so uh, we we ended up uh, getting on Oprah's list again in, in 2021 for the waffles. Um, so there, I think there are very few sort of multiple-time uh, nominees and, sure. and winners, and that, that gave us another round of you know, of, of exposure. Wow. Amazing. Um, early days, anything not work, any designs, flavors th that didn't no, work, I, you know, and then that you had to learn you, from. How long do you have? Just a whole other, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you, if you want I, a list of things that didn't work, we're going to be here for a long time. I, bring it. I love, you know, right? I, I think I've, I've said this to our audience a couple of times, but a couple months ago, one of my um, guests was like, you know, it's great that you highlight all the things and they're going well and that they're successful and how they, what they learned, but like what didn't work. So now I, I try to ask it every time well, I do an I, interview. I'll, I'll, let me work into that backwards. Right. Okay. So we were just uh, number 451 on Inc.'s 5,000 fastest growing companies. And they do a three-year look back. And our growth rate is something like, I think it was 1,200% wow. uh, over the last three years. 
that's the good news, right? Unbelievable that that people have been so gracious in accepting our product and our brand, but that just leaves a trail of absolute tears of you know trying to you know keep up with scale, try right. to keep your customers happy, try to get. Um, so I mean, literally, we we've I feel like we've made absolutely every mistake in the book, um, but we've always really kept our focus on great quality products, um, you know, and, and we did things a little bit differently. So another thing we decided to do early on was to have our own in-house customer experience team. Interesting. Uh, I wanted okay. to make sure that if anybody, you know, even in the early days of 40, you know, 40 boxes, if two of those people said, I didn't get what I ordered or, it didn't, you know, I wanted to make sure there was somebody there, you know, ready to go. Now, there've also been times when we've really stumbled because when you have these, like we have a massive holiday push, and, you know, if if in, uh, two years ago, three years ago, there was a, a subsequent snowstorms where uh, within three days, there was a big blizzard and three days later. So everything that we had shipped got stuck in Nashville, et cetera. And we got pounded uh, with our, you know, customer experience team. Um, so, you know, it, it, there, I, mean, I could literally, I could fill an entire hour of all the mistakes we've made. Um, but, you know, we, we've been, I, I feel like, well, first of all, I have the most amazing team of people. They are so committed to to the product and the brand and the experience. And so, you know, I feel like they go out of their way to try to make amends when we do. And people have been super, you know, super understanding when, uh, when we make those mistakes. No, that's amazing. Um, and you've, you've earned trust with those customers. And I mean, wow, they, the number of reviews, I think I saw 35,000 five-star reviews. Oh my God, amazing. That is a stunning, stunning number. For I me. mean, and I said this on the last interview I did. Do you know, you know how hard it is to get someone to do a review? Like even to click five-star or three star, like people right. don't do it. I mean, it it takes a lot, and to have that many is really unbelievable. I, what, another number that that floored me and just speaks to this incredible team of people that are so dedicated to our you know to our company. Our net promoter score is seventy nine. Um, you know, incredible. the people that put it together said anything above twenty is is good. <laughs> right. Anything fifty is great. 80, they consider to be world-class. So how can this little brand in Boston <laughs> right. that's made every mistake in the world, you know, ha have a, 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 a net promoter score exactly. to a world-class number, right? It, it's crazy. unbelievable. It's amazing. And I mean, it, it just speaks all volumes of how you guys have approached it and then the quality of the product. And I mean, anybody going to your site, I think it's like, oh my God, amazing. Um, okay, so you mentioned some of your retail successes. I had just seen a, um, a press release from your PR team this last week regarding some new retail you picked up. What's been the key to sell into retail? You know, because you got that early momentum um, with your direct to consumer and marketplaces and whatnot, but as the retailers have evaluated you, what's been the key? Is it sell-through? Are they giving you tests and then you're selling through and then giving you more stores? The key has been, the key has been finding incredible partners. So Whole Foods, Costco, like right down the list, but starting with, with Whole Foods, they brought us in. Um, we, you know, we we are sort of the you know the guys that really didn't know what they were doing and and, and said look you know this is probably going to be bumpy uh, but again they love the product they love the brand they were very understanding they you know rolled us out uh, regionally and you know we're we're awesome anytime we made a mistake and and have now brought us out nationally and now uh, we just launched our gluten free bite uh, exclusively wow. with them. 
which was really fun. And then, you know, Costco is is another one that just has been uh, absolutely un- an unbelievably supportive uh, partner uh, to us. So um, we, we've we've just, you know, they're, they're, with all the mistakes and all the difficulty and et cetera, we have just been incredibly fortunate uh, that, that, you know, people have really, ta- you know, just, just taken this brand under their wing. I love it. Yeah. A great brand. Um, so uh, w- looking ahead, you've got pretzels, waffles. Is there another category, I'll call it, or another line of product or is it expansion, you know, additional types of pretzel? You know what I mean? Like, how are you thinking about that? that that's the area that we really, you know, I, I can tell you that Mark and Lauren and Garrett uh, are just as uh, excited about product innovation as they were, you know, um, and, and, it, it, we're we're still trying to catch up with the with the SKUs we have in market now, and we right. want to drill deep. To your point earlier, we want sell through, et cetera. But I see things coming out of Lauren's kitchen all the time that I'm just like, oh man, that would be unbelievable. So I would tell you that uh, in you know infused pretzels are definitely going to be uh, next on our list of of things. Interesting. And, uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's such a, a a joy to be one of the taste testers of the company. I was going to um, say these, these are great products have. to taste too. You know how right. fun. Um, yeah, and I, I just like I said, I think the design it just um, is unique and it looks very appealing. Um, and great packaging as well. Um, our, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or founders, people that have launched new brands, products, packages, or trying to do that, or would like to launch the next, you know, waffle brand or whatnot. Um, and, and you offered some of the things from your lessons learned of you, um, but share with our audience, like maybe two or three things you would, you know, give them as coaching if they were launching a brand or looking to get into market with a food brand. Boy, I, I think one of them is that you should surround yourself with a, a lot of people that are way smarter than you are. Um, we've been very fortunate. We've got advisors and, you know, other food, uh, uh, very successful food entrepreneur investors and that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, uh, you want to lean into your own passion and your own team. And I'll, I'll give you a great example. Every time you talk about the website and the photography, et cetera, um, you know, we were a little struggling brand and we wanted to figure out how to do, uh, you know, a, a website. And so we got a bid for food photography. And if, if I'm not mistaken, it was like $4,500 for six finalized food shots. And as a startup, I was like, well, how do you have an Instagram page with 500 photos if it's going to cost you basically five hundred to a thousand dollars a photo, right? And so, uh, you know, one of the people on on my team said, "You know what? Uh, I've got a ten year old really nice camera. I'm going to buy a three hundred dollar light kit on Amazon, and I'm going to teach myself food photography." And literally today, the packaging and all the photography is that same uh, that same person in the Absolutely. company. This and it was, you know, and it was counterintuitive. And a lot of people are like, wow, your packaging doesn't look like anyone else's and your photography doesn't. And it's like, right, because we didn't have the money, you know. Uh, <laughs> totally. It, it reminds me, there's an old, a, a famous old story of U2, uh, the band, where they said that they weren't skilled enough musicians early on to play anybody else's music. So they had to play their own. Um, and that was kind of us. Like we couldn't afford a real photographer. So we brought in our own. And it turns out she ends up being, you know, a phenomenal food photographer. Amazing. So, little things like that where you got to lean in. And when you when you think you have an instinct where like, no, I actually like this. I, I think other people will like it, too. Um, and then you find out, oh, actually, other people really like it. Love that. Yeah, I could I definitely agree with you. And there's just uh, it's, it's a great uh, piece of advice um, in terms of leaning in and, and finding others that to shine yourself with that can help you be successful in the things that maybe aren't your like your strong suit. Right. Um, right. Let them be the experts at what they're best at. Um, OK, so. 
Eastern Standard Provisions. Where'd the name come from? You know, is it is it? Hey, we're going to have a a, a a a kind of a holding company of mini brands underneath instead of calling it Pretzel Time or Waffle Time or what? I'm just making things up. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like no, no, it's fine. So so um, Garrett, my my business partner, and this is actually unbelievable timing. Uh, last night he reopened Eastern Standard, a legendary Boston restaurant that had been uh, around since wow. from 2004 until the pandemic. And when the pandemic came, unfortunately, he, he was forced to close and he just reopened last night. We all uh, I mean, I got to know Garrett because I was a regular in his restaurant. And so was my business partner. We became very friendly. And so when we were sitting around trying to think up names of the company, you know, we, we just remembered like, well, what is all of our time spent at Eastern Standard? It was all about quality food, quality companionship, you know, et cetera, like everything we loved about um, that restaurant. And so ultimately, Garrett was like, well, you know, we could call it Eastern Standard Provisions. Um, you know, Garrett and Lauren had worked on a first round of pretzels at the restaurant. So it just seemed like a nice fit. And so uh, that's how we got the name. And it's been, uh, you know, it, it, by, by the way, uh, that's another thing we got counseled like, uh, that's a mouthful. Are you guys sure you want like a huge, right? And then you go domain. Looking pretty good. <laughs> right. No, but, but, it, but at the time, I remember some experts were saying like, Eastern Standard Provisions.com, you can't get, right? right? So if you do ES provisions, that doesn't roll off the tongue. And so we did we did make some sort of risks, risky decisions, but they were all based on just kind of doing the right thing for the right reasons. Yep. And uh, you know, knock on wood so far, it's, it's love that. It's yeah. For those listening, didn't have to have the perfect website, you know, um URL and thirty-five thousand five star reviews. You know, selling in over 3,000 stores. I mean, you know, you can be successful. Um, so cool, Bill, that you've been here with us today. Um, man, so much potential for growth. And uh, I, I think very exciting product and products and, and future products coming from you guys. You got to come back on down the road with us. Um, share with our audience where they could find you, connect with you, buy product, et cetera. Sure. Uh, so obviously at our website, esprovisions.com, uh, we're in probably about seven or 800 of your finest uh, breweries and restaurants across the country. And now, you know, Whole Foods and Wegmans and, uh, you know, Costco and Sprouts, et cetera, and more to come. So it's been uh, it's been really fun. And uh, I, I feel like we've made uh, incredible progress in a very short amount of time. And we'll see what the next few years hold for us. Yeah, it's so exciting and fun to build something that's got such quality product and story around it and like something people love, you know, to experience. I don't know. It's an experience type food. Um, you can check out the website. As, as was mentioned, you can get 15% off your first order when you enter your email address. So check that out. And um, Bill, you got to come back on with us down the road, as I said, and we really appreciate you being here today. Absolutely. Anytime. And listen, uh, get, send me your address. Do we, have we gotten you a box of pretzels yet? No, like, uh, I am definitely sending you that once we wrap up here. <laughs> all, all we do is, uh, is send out good times to people. So Thanks for being here. Of course. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional ContenderCast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. <laughs>